So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So, hello and welcome back to this episode of the self-development with tactics podcast. And I actually still wonder why I'm actually <laughs> even doing an intro, because there is an intro even, or, you know, at least on the podcast. And, but yeah, um, as you might can see, yeah, you can you can definitely see one word now, um, which is self-doubt. And this is basically what we're going to talk ahead with, because we're actually going through the charisma summary that we've begun, I think, two days ago. Yeah, exactly, two days ago, um, which is definitely a pretty, pretty fucking great one. Um, I pretty enjoy it, and I pretty think that um, it has a lot of great advice, and it has a lot of practical advice as well, or it seems to have, which is totally great, which is totally great, so that I just like books where you do just read them, and or you do just uh, read a summary of them, and at the end, or, you know, during the whole process of reading it, there are actually so many things, or at least things, you can do right ahead. I really like these things. And I think this was one of the reasons why I liked How to Influence and uh, Influence People so much, because it actually gave you things that you can just do right now. You, you know, you were able to just go ahead with just, you know, using his principles. And this is what I really, really fucking liked about his book. Um, but, yeah. So as I've said, uh, we're going ahead with self-doubt and I would highly recommend you to go to the last episode. It is definitely, I think, two days ago or it was two days ago. Um, no, yeah. <laughs> um, because yeah, I do think that you will get something out of it. There were some great information in them or in it actually, but I think this episode will actually be more valuable as the other one, because the other one was more about an introduction and what the book is basically all about, and you know, mostly, or most of the time, I do think that the first episodes aren't as good as the following ones, um, or even vice versa, you know, often it is like, okay, I think the book will be just really, really fucking good, but at the end it turns out not be, not to be as good as I just, you know, imagined or hoped it would be. So self-doubt. Imposter syndrome, we don't believe we are good enough for out for our tasks, um, which is definitely a pretty fucked up thing, because if you really believe, if you believe, you're not just thinking it, you're believing it, and there are a lot of people outside who just talk and talk and talk, and they're not quite believing in it, fortunately. I, you know, I'm really happy that the people only talk about not being good enough for certain tasks because there are actually people who think it is like it is but it's not and um, so it's definitely not and even if um, you're not good enough for this certain task do something else because maybe it isn't your talent maybe it's not fitting what you actually um, are supposed to do maybe it's not what's working for you so therefore just trying something out and not being like, okay, you know, I fucked up one thing in my entire life. It's going to be like this the whole fucking time. I don't know what I should do. I'm not able to do this whatsoever. Try something else, you know. You know, it's just not working for you. And the same thing is with, you know, some athletes. They just turn out to be not as good as they should be. Or not, you know, as good to, to just go into the league or whatever. And it's just life. And... But I do believe in that everybody has some kind of a talent and is some kind of meant to do something. Whether it's 
you know, being a teacher, whether it's being an athlete, whether it's being just, you know, making podcasts, there is just a calling, at my point of view, for every single person outside there. So even if one thing doesn't work for you, just try something else. And if this doesn't work for you, try something else as well, and so on and so on and so on. Um, Know that most people feel the same way can help reduce their power. When you feel nervous, remind yourself it's normal being nervous. It totally is. And I do really believe in that a lot of people feel like, okay, they're not good enough, or they are nervous, or they're just feeling not good. You know, it's just something that's completely normal and it's just completely human. And so don't get crippled by these things. They're just really, really tiny things that might fuck your whole day, but don't let them do this. You know, these are just really small things. Overcoming the obstacles. Chapter 4 of the Charisma Myth is all about overcoming the obstacles. Olivia presents a three-step process. I do just still, yeah, I am. <laughs> I was just wondering if I'm actually going ahead with the right task um, or to be more precise precise with the next chapter or with the right chapter actually um, because I wasn't quite sure and this is actually one of the problems I'm having uh, when I do just you know make episodes quite only every second day like this one for example because you know as you know uh, or as I said the last one was actually two days ago so therefore remembering all the things that I first of all talked about and where I stopped and all these things is fairly difficult, <laughs> at least for me. At least for me, I tend to forget a lot of things. I don't know, maybe I'm just trying to get as much space for the things that I actually like or for the things that I actually care about, um, or I'm just forgetting quite anything. <laughs> you know, could also be like this. But yeah, so Olivia presents a three-step process. The first one is, is the first one is a destigma... Destigmatis discomfort is it is uh, spelled D E S T I G M A T I Z E. Realize discomfort is normal. Realize everyone feels the same way. Stop trying to stop discomfort. With seven billions, many feel the same way. It is a communal effort, and you're not alone. Think of people who have gone through it before, especially those you admire. So, destigmatize. Yeah, the stigmatized discomfort. The first one is, so it is actually three points and the three points actually kind of um, as well um, split up into a few points. Uh, this destigmatic or destigmatis discomfort um, is split up into realized discomfort is normal, which totally is. So just being aware of, okay, you are just feeling discomfort. I think it's pretty important to label the things or just to give the things a name. Um, if you're just feeling bad, just saying to yourself, okay, I seem to be nervous, can change a lot because you then understand yourself. And maybe if you understand that you're nervous, you can change it up. You know, um, it is actually something I've read in Never Split the Difference by Chris Woss. Um, yeah, Chris Woss actually, <laughs> uh, which was actually one of the books that I've gone through on this channel as well. And you can totally find it. Just search for it and you will totally be able to, you know, this was actually one of the episodes that I named correctly or that I just, you know, had a great title and a description where everything is quite standing that is relevant for, you know, all the search engines to actually um, being able to find them and to actually kind of recognize, okay, this episode, and especially for all the viewers, this episode is about this and that episode is about that. 
Um, but yeah, so actually realizing it and being sure and being just, you know, just, just realizing it, the recognition itself that you are just feeling not good or you're feeling some kind of a discomfort. Realize everyone feels the same way. Um, you know, it kind of feels to me like, okay, not necessarily because not everybody just feels, you know, this some kind of discomfort at the certain time that you're feeling it. Um, but it's totally normal. You know, but yeah, um, and stop trying to stop, <laughs> stop trying to stop discomfort is also a very, very great point because um, I do think if you just really focus on the discomfort, you just, you, you some kind of have to, you know, for actually realizing it and being sure, okay, this is that and this is this, you do have to focus on it a little bit. But I think afterwards, not focusing it at it at all is actually a pretty great way to go because you then just not generate as much energy input into this certain problem. You know, as I said uh, quite often and as Tony Robbins actually says also quite often, um, you get what you focus on. And so therefore just focusing on your discomfort will get you more discomfort because you're not seeing anything else. It's the same thing as, you know, you might be focusing on my face right now because I'm speaking to you. And therefore, you will not pretty much recognize anything else but my face or my mouth or whatever you're focusing on right now. Not, not very sharp. You know, you definitely know, okay, there's something in my background and there's a closet and there's a towel, you know, <laughs> in my closet, hanging outside of my closet. You know, you know these things. But um, I just want to tell you, okay, what you're focusing on is what you get. And therefore, just focusing on the bad thing and on the discomfort might just lead to more discomfort. Um, but yeah, and actually the last one, think of people who have gone through it before, especially those you admire. Um, actually a great point and also a great point if you're just going through something that's more like, okay, it's 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 like for several weeks. Um, I'm really not hoping you're going through something like this, but there are a lot of people outside and especially online, a lot of people just share the story. And just reading a story, um, of a person who had just the exact same problem as you are having right now could really change your day. So you might just, you know, look it up, see if anybody has maybe even a solution for you and just um, some tips for you. You know, there are certain platforms where you can anonymously just ask a few questions and there will totally be some persons who will honestly and just also in terms of the the amount of the text or just the, the size of the text, just put a very great effort into it. And so if you're just not feeling good and you don't know what's going on, maybe Google it. <laughs> but the thing is, with Googling it and you feel like, okay, you know, I'm not feeling that healthy, maybe there's something with my lungs or something like this, don't Google it. Yeah, okay, Google it, but be sure that there will probably be some kind of a people who will say, okay, you have cancer, but that's totally not right. You know, not everybody has cancer immediately only because they're feeling something weird. Um, but it's actually the most common fucking answer Google gives you if you're just searching for something like this. But yeah, the second one is neutralize negativity. We are programmed to focus on negative outcomes. Combat is by focusing on positives. Totally. Just, you know, a quite exactly the same thing that I was just telling you. Remind yourself that you may have a more negative res representation of reality. And this is actually something that I really find interesting. A lot of people have 
another reality, you know, I have a reality and another person might have a completely different reality. I'm saying mine is right and theirs is wrong, but often I feel like we actually kind of influence our own reality and we just make a lot of things up. And this is then the problem. If you're just making up a wrong reality in which you might be like, okay, nobody likes me or all the people are talking behind my back, even though it isn't, but you really think it. You think that it is actually the truth because you think this is your reality. Um, this is then actually called a, a cognitive distortion. I also made a video on that and or gone through a book that was basically about this whole topic. Uh, I do think you will just gonna find it if you type something in like, okay, um, cognitive distortion and my name or something. Maybe you'll find it, uh, hopefully. Um, I hope so. But yeah. Um, the second one is, uh, or the third one actually, <laughs> thoughts are just brain electrical impulses, knowing it makes it easier to dismiss them. I think it actually is, you know, if you just really know the science behind a lot of things, especially maybe light or the darkness, you will feel like, you know what, why should I be feared of the darkness? You know, it's just, there aren't just any, what are they called, luminance? Are they called luminance? I don't know. I don't really know, but there's uh, some some kind of a uh, really small thing. It's not an atom, atom. I think it's not an atom, but it's something like this. You know, a little bit bigger definitely because an atom is just very, very fucking small. Um, maybe it isn't. So there's just no light rays or whatever. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean that there is somebody in the dark only because there is no fucking light rays or there is no fucking atoms. Or whatever there is, doesn't mean that this is then just something bad. It's just they aren't there now. You know, the sun is away and whatsoever. And I do really think that if you're just able to to really explain certain things to yourself, then you put yourself in a in a different position at least. Maybe I'm not really saying you know it's difficult. Difficult for me to actually say okay, you will totally feel better if you just think about it in a scientific way or something like this but it also could make it worse. So I don't know, but I do think in general might be a good idea. Um, name negative experiences and depersonalize. There is shame instead of I am ashamed. Also reads daring greatly. Um, I do think that this could also work. And I think this could also just very extremely well work because you're then just actually, as they say, deep by depersonalizing, you're actually then not connecting this certain feeling with yourself, even though you might be feeling it, but you're just saying, okay, this is just what it is. And this not, doesn't have to do anything with me, even though it has, but you're not saying it has. It's great. Um, and I do really feel now, okay, this book has a lot of value. And I do really enjoy it when I'm just reading through books where I can, or reading through stuff, whether it's an article, whether it's a book, it could also be a video. Um, I might even, I actually thought about actually going through videos as well and just maybe just, you know, destructuring it and seeing, okay, what's in there, what do I believe in it and what do I think of the things that other people are talking about. Um, but I was like, okay, no, maybe this is not too personal in terms of me. You know, it's, it's not like you need me to go through the videos. You some kind of have to, but it's then more about my personality. But um, well, it could also be the same thing like this, um, but I'm just adding a lot of things. This is just completely 
um, yeah, completely good thing about it. And you do have, um, you know, an audio version of it. So you might be able, if you want to, go through a lot of books, a lot of fucking books, auditive, which is great. Um, imagine the whole world, world and slowly zoom towards you and you are not alone. So <laughs> that's completely right. You know, a lot of times we th I think that we are so in our moments and so in our thoughts that we actually aren't in the moment again. And this is one of a big problem, I do think, because we then just see what's around us. We're not seeing um, what's what's not there or what's just... It's, it's not always about us. You know, there's a lot of things going on right now. And this is the funny thing. And especially the funny thing if you just, you know, think about it. And this is then just the... The reason why you should just maybe, you know, have a reminder on your phone or whatever to just, okay, remind you to maybe feel grateful or just get the great gratefulness in and, and or whatever you're willing to achieve or whatever you're willing to just uh, also achieve in terms of your feelings and in terms of actually, you know, making them better or feeling better. Consider the times you have previously felt the same and done well and neutralize Neutralizing is not the same as suppressing. Don't try to suppress negative thoughts. And the third point is... So actually, there are three points, and this is now the third point. And I'm just seeing that I basically spent the whole fucking episode talking about these three uh, yeah, things. But they are great. They are really, really great. The third one is rewrite reality. Imagine what's good about your negative situation. Totally true. Um, I would rather think about it as perspective. Sorry for not showing you. <laughs> um, I would say it's perspective because you're putting everything into another perspective and you're seeing it in a different perspective. You're not seeing only the negative, even though it might be a negative um, situation, but you're seeing the positive because you're shifting your perspective or your view or you know whatever you're talking uh, or thinking about. Imagine all the future positive scenarios this negative one will create. It is actually a thing. And this is also the funny thing with people say, or when people say, okay, um, I would have really liked it to turn out like this and like that, and I think this would have been better. But who knows what happened afterwards? Maybe you would have gotten hidden by a, har by, by a car and would have died. I hopefully, you know, I really hope that it wouldn't have um, kind of happened to anybody out there who is just listening to what I'm saying. But it could have. And therefore, just, just be grateful how it turned out, even though you might not be in a great position right now. But you have the ability to change it. You truly have. You have the, the ability to change where you are right now, or at least where you're going to be in the future. And you have the possibility right now. You have had it yesterday, but maybe you didn't took it yesterday, so you have the opportunity today. Tomorrow uh, might be even too late. But today you have the time and you have the consciousness of actually doing something that's making your future and or your tomorrow pretty fucking great. So in a nutshell, when you are in uh, uncomfortable situations, shake and remove physical discomfort. The first one. The second one is maybe actually close it up. And the second one is de-dramatize the feelings are normal because that's how the brain is wired. The third one is de-stigmatize millions have felt and are feeling the same way. Fourth one is neutralize your thoughts have a negative bias and may not be accurate. And the fifth and last one is reframe think of how was 
how what's happening or will be positive or how you can make it positive right now. Totally. It's an extremely great question. You know, you can pretty much ask yourself, you know, the pretty late, the, 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 the quite last one, which was, um, what can you do? Basically, what can you do right now? And this is an extremely powerful question because what it shows you, you can do something right now. A lot of times I do things that I don't think that people think that they can't do anything right now about the future, about the dreams, whatsoever. But at my point of view, they always can. Even if it's a really, really tiny step towards the future or towards the end goal, they can do something. And I see a lot of people not doing, especially young people, especially people in my age, they're not quite doing anything rather than just going to school and all this knowledge that's completely okay. I'm not saying that everybody should hustle in you know, when they're 18, 17, 16, but it could, you know, greatly work out for you. You know, you could just put yourself in a pretty great position and or your family, if this is motivating yourself a little bit more. You know, a lot of people do not think about themselves. I think um, a lot really think about their family because they're so, um, yeah, they just love their family so deeply that they are like, um, yeah, they want to just help them. So remember, one of the most charismatic things you can do is to get comfortable with discomfort. The best approach to do is to do this is to lean into the discomfort instead of denying it or trying to suppress it. Definitely, just leaning in and just trying to solve the whole problem, um, so that you're gonna have a great life and you're gonna have the ability to actually change everything up, which is in your mind, even though it might be just not positive, so negative. <laughs> um, Stretching your comfort zone. Hold eye contact for longer than it is comf comfortable. Violate personal spaces. Hold the elevator for everyone. And the last face, face towards the people. And start a conversation with a stranger. These are actually, you know, I think most of the people who might be just listening to what I'm saying uh, actually feel like, okay, this is actually stretching the comfort zone. It's the same thing with, with me. Um, holding eye contact is actually something that I try sometimes. Actually, um, some things, you know, by the way, you know, this is something great and I do just want to see if anybody out there has, you know, the exact same pro problem. It's not a problem, but it's just a funny thing that I always quite recognize. And um, which is when I'm really trying, really, really trying, and I'm just consciously, I'm not consciously doing it, but I have it in my mind, consciously that I'm actually just really looking in somebody else's eyes when I'm talking to them, I can't actually listen to what they're actually saying. And this is a great problem, especially if they're pretty near to you. It deeply comes up to, you know, whom this is. You know, if it's a teacher, if it's your girlfriend, if it's a friend. Um, I think it rather will happen if it's a stranger or somebody you aren't or that isn't your friend, maybe so your teacher or your boss or whatever it is. But I find it really fucking difficult to really just, you know, get along with what they are saying and just follow what they are saying. You know, it's, it's actually pretty hard for me. And therefore, I do just, you know, have to consciously act like, okay, no, don't look them straight into their eyes just all the fucking time because you're just not giving any fucking attention. And then I'm thinking about it. And this is also then just a circle, you know, just thinking about it and, you know, this is... Um, also is distracting me from actually the whole conversation. Um, but I think this is a great way to start because this, these are some things that might not 
and be so overdone or whatsoever, but it's definitely stretching your comfort zone because most of these things, I think, um, isn't something that a lot of people do. But yeah, so exercise to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. The best way to do this is to delve straight into it rather than try to deny, sorry, or suppress it. This allows you to achieve full presence, a highly charismatic trait, as well as provide sensations to focus on rather than how unbearable the situation is. Learn to stretch your comfort zone by putting yourself in uncomfortable situations, um, like an attempt to hold eye contact longer than it is comfortable, violate your personal space and bubble a little bit. Your, your personal space bubble a little bit. Definitely. Um, creating charismatic mental states. Olivia, is this actually... Yeah, I think I... I'll start with that. Yeah, I will definitely start with it because five minutes is a little bit too, a little bit too long to actually say, okay, you know, this is the end, or okay, I'm gonna talk about something because I feel like okay, there's something coming up that might be good for uh, the entire next episode to be like in one row. But yeah, so Olivia Fox Cabane proposes many techniques to control our mental state. The first one is visualization. Visualize a time you were confident and crushed it. Imagine every detail of the situation. If you are about to go through something such as such as a big speech, visualize yourself being highly confident and winning over the crowd. Imagine receiving a giant 20-second hug from someone you care about. It will release an oxytocin, um, which is actually one of the hormones that I was talking about before. I do not really just remember what book it was or, you know, if it was an article, it could also be an article. Uh, I do not remember, <laughs> but I definitely know that this fucking hormone, I came across it once and um, it might have been in Mindset, the book, so the book called Mindset, only Mindset, nothing else, um, or something else, but it's definitely was about, okay, um, it's, you know, making you feel better if you just, you know, as you can see, hack someone because oxytocin is one of the hormones or even the hormone that is actually making you feel good, if I'm correct, or it definitely is somehow correlated to you feeling good. That's, that's definitely for sure. Um, but yeah, I think visualizations are great because, um, as I said, and I do just really have to look it up to just actually be backed by science a little bit more, um, but I do think, and I do think that it's actually validated um, that your brain actually can't decide whether something is a thought or is actually the truth. And this would be then just really fucking great. Because if you're visualizing that you're actually so highly confident and winning over the crowd, your brain actually thinks like it is the real thing and it will behave in a certain way or in the exact same way. Um, but I do think if you just ask, you know, think like, okay, I'm so unconfident, I'm so, you know what is it called, sittering, whatever it is, <laughs> shaking, actually shaking, you know, I don't know what to do and, you know, whatsoever and you're just being so, I don't know, so crippled by the whole fucking situation, um, then I think this is going to make it a lot, uh, yeah, worse even. Gratitude. A gratitude is the antidote to resentment, neediness and desperation. When a minor annoyance annoyance bothers you, take a minute to appreciate your health, life, decent weather, design and texture of buildings, 
etc. Totally, because the moment where you are grateful, I think it is actually the same thing like gratitude. So gratitude, I think, is the noun of grateful, even though I do just thought always about gratefulness. But I don't know, you know, I'm not a native speaker, don't get me wrong here. Um, but the thing is, I truly think this is true, because, um, as I know, being grateful is one of the, or actually the feeling that really overrides every feeling that's there, that's there, period, which is great, which means that if you're feeling sad and you're grateful and you just then just have to force yourself to being grateful, then it overrides it and you feel in this certain moment where you're grateful, not sad. And this is the great thing. I know I've been talking about it quite a lot. So if you've been just watching to a few of my things, I'm very sorry for... <laughs> you know, making you feel boring or bored actually, or actually for being boring, whatever. Imagine yourself from a third person view and write all the positive things you can observe. Great one. Actually, to also put up your confident confidence a little more even. Um, the goodwill. Goodwill is greater to become is great to becoming more warm and find three things to appreciate of someone. Visualize people as wearing angel wings. Hmm. Um, but I think um, the whole thing with uh, find three things to appreciate of to appreciate of someone. I do think it is quite the exact same concept as with um, just being grateful. Because it also just turns your way or your perspective into a completely another level. Just completely turns you to the positive side, even though you might have been on the negative side or just somewhere in the middle. Because you actually didn't like the, the person or you don't like it or don't like him or her, not it. Um, you know, at least, you know, uh, at this certain moment or after you've been grateful as well. But... Um, but I do, besides the whole thing, I do really think that just really not, maybe not, but I will say it anyways. I do think that if you're just not liking someone, it has a lot to do with, um, first of all, your perspective and what you're valuing and, you know, whatsoever, but also with understanding the person and not, and, and not judging the person. So I think if you're not judging the person, um, you feel better about this certain person than before. If you're just judging, judging him or her all the fucking time, it's totally clear that you're just, you know, pissed off by them. But um, if you just consciously really think about positive stuff they did or they are doing or their style you maybe like or their haircut you maybe like, I don't fucking know, um, then I think totally it will shift your way of thinking about them and your likeliness to just actually like them, I think. A little bit higher and actually you know move the perspective as I actually started to talk about my fucking god I'm sorry I'm really fucking sorry but yeah um, I do think this is it uh, I hope you've got something out of it and I hope that you've got a lot out of it and yeah, I wish you the best self-health, happiness, self-health, wealth, health, happiness and success. Especially happiness, because happiness is fucking important. Fucking important. Just one of the most important things, I would say.
you know the thing is okay if you're happy you can just have any fucking money or any fucking wage you can have you know because you're happy anyways and even if you're ill sometimes if you're happy it's not that of a bad thing even though i do believe that if you're just really happy all the fucking time and you're grateful for all the things you're having and you're not doing dumb shit like i don't know uh, then the possibility of you actually getting ill is a lot less than a lot lower as someone who is just really crippled by their life is really unhappy and whatsoever actually um no it doesn't have anything to do with this one but anyways uh if you're not just have any social interactions is actually the same harmfulness as smoking i think two cigarettes a day which is totally not good for your body um so i do think we need social interactions i think i think it's i, I don't know if it's backed up you just you know would have to look it up <laughs> please um but yeah um this is it with the episode i hope you have liked it and i wish you the best or i wish or i hope you're thinking about your legacy and about giving back to the people because this is important and i'll see you the next time tomorrow actually i'll see you